0: Good morning. I'm Anna Palmer.
1: And I'm Jake Sherbin,
0: And welcome to The Daily Punch. Brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Wednesday, February 1st, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, what Speaker Kevin McCarthy wants in his first one-on-one meeting with President Joe Biden. Number two, House Republicans move closer to removing Ilhan Omar from foreign affairs. And number three, What House Republicans are looking at in their first foray into oversight? All right, Jake, let's get to it. We have a very interesting top item of Punchable News AM this morning leading the newsletter, uh, a sit down with Kevin McCarthy as he looks to position himself uh, in this debt limit fight in his first one on one meeting with President Joe Biden ahead of the State of the Union. You have all of those details.
1: Yeah, and first, Anna, it will be uh, we'd be remiss not to say is our first time back together in a couple of days, so that's fun. Number two, <laughs> last night we were the sponsors. Punchable News was one of the sponsors of Diversity Across the Aisle, and there were a lot. Of Daily Punch listeners there, so I appreciate everybody. I appreciate everyone listening and uh, attending the event, which was very cool and very awesome at the Wharf, which is too hip for me and you. But you know what? It's hey, like speak uh... yourself. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> yeah, it's okay. too well, definitely too hip for me, but okay. uh, perhaps okay. not for you. Anyway, on to Kevin McCarthy and Joe Biden, two two very hip, <laughs> very hip hip men. Um, uh, he says dripping with sarcasm sarcasm. Um so the uh, McCarthy and Biden will meet today for the first time face to face one on one this Congress. Now they have met um they you know uh, Biden did a uh Hill leadership um meeting uh a couple of weeks ago um since McCarthy became speaker um but this is a this is definitely a more I would say more serious meeting and more impactful meeting and why listen, the white house says this is just a meeting about a bunch of topics. Negatory. Uh, That's not what McCarthy thinks. At least this is a meeting. McCarthy wants to test Biden's metal on the debt ceiling. Um, And, uh, you know, McCarthy enters this meeting skeptical. He told me, and I spoke to him yesterday for a while about this. Um, And uh, about whether they're serious about the debt ceiling talks. Now, again, the Biden administration says they're not going to negotiate. But I could tell you in conversations I've had across the White House over the last day or two or three, you know, they they also just say, well, if we cut a deal, could McCarthy pass it? So they're clearly thinking about a deal. Um, And uh, uh, I don't see listen, I don't see a way that they can't have a deal. I think that's going to be tough to get a debt ceiling through the Senate without some sort of spending something or other. Um, and McCarthy had an interesting quote to me. He said, we're going to event, we're eventually going to have to dance together. So when do you want to start to play the music now or later? I thought that was really an interesting quote, um, to be honest with you, because he's going to try to force him into the, into negotiations and, um, uh, I don't have. Um, I don't know how it's going to play out, and if you are, I don't. I don't think anyone knows how it's going to play out. But what McCarthy basically wants, and I'll kick it to you after this. But what McCarthy basically wants um, is a budget cap agreement, an agreement to curb spending, slow spending, get it back to where it was in the previous year. Um, uh, not a horribly high, uh, you know, heavy lift, um, but. We'll have to see if Biden's up for it. What say you?
0: Yeah, it's it's just the first, I think. You know, we're just at the beginning of this stage, right? There is a lot of, uh, you know, kind of theater that's going to happen over the next several weeks and probably months here, uh, as both sides try to, one, I think, get a sense of how they're going to operate. You have a new leadership dynamic. I think that's the first thing to just understand here. Um, I don't know that any deal gets negotiated in one meeting. That's obviously not going to happen out of today's meeting. But I do think that question is what is the posture you're going to have Kevin McCarthy have his first one-on-one he's got a lot of internal dynamics that he's dealing with as well as external forces right he's going to kind of want to be trying to position himself as a strong leader for House Republicans somebody who can take on the 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 president when it comes to this key issue and kind of what is that posture for him afterward but then there's external forces right he also wants to showcase to donors to business leaders to the world that you know America still has the ability to kind of move forward, pay its debts, um, continue to be a world leader, and so that to me is going to be just a really interesting thing as you start this early negotiation. What does this meeting portend in terms of what Biden says at the State of the Union? How then do you kind of find a, a way forward? So far, you know, you have the Senate kind of saying like, "All right, you know, Mitch McConnell, you you take it on, guys. We'll 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 see how that goes." But at some point, you know, I assume this gets a a a lot messier a lot more people get involved um you know and i think you also have a president who's really concerned about the economy very concerned about the tepid kind of coming out of covid and making sure that there's not a cataclysmic problem for the u.s economy all of those things mixed up i think is just important to just think about
1: yeah you're right uh those are all really good points um i Two more things to note here. Um, or one main thing the White House put out a memo, which is just a fancy word for a press release now, um, from NEC Director Brian Deese and OMB Director Shalanda Young, posing two questions to McCarthy Do you believe the debt limit should be lifted? And that was basically the question in a more convoluted and, and not convoluted, but a more long-winded way. And, and when will House Republicans put out their budget? So, on the I asked McCarthy straight up, and I asked him this this fall too. Um, Do you believe the debt ceiling should be lifted as a matter of principle? And he said, yes, Um, he said. But if my kid charges up the credit card, I'm responsible for those charges. I'm also responsible that I'm not going to just raise the limit and move on in the same way. So that's one thing. And on the timing for the Republican budget, McCarthy kind of said, well, listen, the president hasn't released his budget. The House gets. um, uh, Six weeks after the president's budget to release their budgets that's april and mccarthy says he intends to meet that deadline so um this is all you know the white house the quote unquote memo and the back and forth and whatever that's all um posturing as you said it's all political it's all kind of trying to get an upper hand and rattle people's cages um but i will say this uh you make a really good point this is It's February 1st. The State of the Union is in six days on February 7th. Um, This is a this is kind of the opening salvo there. And you could bet your bottom dollar, at least I would, that um, um, that McCarthy will be uh, that Biden rather will be mentioning some of this in the State of the Union.
0: All right, let's to the number two story of the morning. House is moving forward to vote as early as today, Jake, to remove Representative Ilhan Omar, the Democrat from Minnesota, from the Foreign Affairs Committee over her past anti-Semitic comments. Uh, Of course, so technically, Omar isn't on Foreign Affairs yet because Democrats haven't offered a resolution on the floor naming her to the panel. But that could happen today and Republicans' I've already named their uh, Foreign Affairs Committee members uh, on Tuesday. They did that surprising that Democratic counterparts because um, they did take them a few days to catch up. Um, but this is just, uh, you know, an ongoing. I mean, the foreshadowing of this has has been uh, in the works for months, long before uh, even Republicans took over the Congress. But. Um, but there's been a little bit of back and forth drama, and you have are way more in the details of this than, than I have been kind of following it super closely. But that, you know, whether this kind of deal um, to support a resolution booting her off um, by Representative Victoria Sparks, Republican from Indiana. Interesting just kind of interplay here in terms of finding a way forward by Kevin McCarthy to move forward with his pledge to make sure she isn't on the panel.
1: Yeah, this has been a long kind of back and forth between um, Republicans and Democrats. I mean, you make a good point here. This is not surprising. McCarthy said ad nauseum he was going to kick her off the the um, Foreign Affairs Committee. That's Ilhan Omar. Um, but I, you know what? Listen. McCarthy was able to flip Victoria Spartz, the Indiana Republican, for a kind of a, a BS uh, provision in the bill that allows that allows Spartz to appeal to the ethics committee for um, uh, if, if she doesn't agree with the allows Omar to to appeal to the ethics committee if she doesn't agree with being kicked off the committee. Of course, the ethics committee is de- is tied at um, uh, Equally divided between Republicans and Democrats, so there's it, it. Who cares? She's allowed to to appeal, but it won't mean anything because uh, the appeal will fail. So, uh, also on top of that, there is a um, there are some other members who are a little bit wary of this, including Nancy Mace, who said she will not be voting to kick Mace, uh, Omar off the committee. But this is, you know, listen. This is a again, no surprise. It's going to be a high stakes floor vote. McCarthy thinks it's, they're going to pass this. Um, uh, so does Steve Scalise, the majority leader. And uh, although they are down a vote, Greg Stubbe is still in Florida after falling out of a off of his ladder at his home in Florida. So it's going to be a tight margin. We imagine all Democrats stick together, um, but uh, uh, will be interesting to watch.
0: All right, let's go to the number three story of the morning. Oversight, oversight, oversight. Our very own Max Cohen, who's been covering uh, every twist and turn as House Republicans take over the majority and have pledged to, uh, you know, focus heavily on oversight. That is kicking off officially with the two top panels on that front, Oversight and Accountability and Judiciary, holding their first hearings. Uh, today, let's take them in uh, each panel one one by one here. The first being oversight, federal pandemic spending, a prescription for waste, fraud and abuse. Uh, Republicans train their focus on the reported billions of dollars worth of fraud siphoned from massive COVID-19 spending programs. Going to be interesting to see how Republicans try to press the Biden administration and kind of where that money actually ended up going.
1: Yeah, this is a kind of the uh, House Republican majority in a nutshell, uh border hearing, uh, pandemic waste hearing. Um, and uh, there is, you know, we, we have an interesting strategy memo for Max, just including kind of what Republicans are going to say, what Democrats are going to say and what the what, kind of what the upshot is of these hearings. Um We'll get much more of this. Uh, the 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 border hearings are going to be not only in in judiciary, but in um, homeland security and a whole host of other committees. Um, and that's again, you know, I, I I keep saying this, but that's going to be the big challenge of this Congress is keeping all of these. Uh, committee hearings in order, making sure they're not duplicative, making sure they're moving the ball forward or trying to move the ball forward. This is tough. This is tough stuff. I mean, this is managing a majority, and and remember. McCarthy has added a bunch of these committees. He's added a he's added a weaponization of the federal government committee or subcommittee on judiciary that is kind of a catch-all and, and duplicative not only of judiciary, but also of oversight. So a lot going on here. Um, and uh we will be all over it today.
0: All right. Just a reminder, you can join us online tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. for our conversation with Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg. We're going to be discussing how the recent investment in infrastructure uh, is impacting communities uh, potentially for decades. You can RSVP online at our event hub at punchbowl.news. And with that, thanks so much for listening. It's great to be back with you all. We really appreciate it. Please share the Daily Punch. That's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.